Do you know the date on which you were baptized? We celebrate lots of different markers in our life. We celebrate birthdays, we celebrate anniversaries, we celebrate high school graduations with reunions, we celebrate years of service in our employment. Do you remember the day that you were baptized? When we celebrate reunions, graduation reunions, or we celebrate years of service, they're a little bit different than birthdays and anniversaries, right? When we celebrate those, we look for kind of markers, milestones, like your 10-year, 20-year, 50-year reunion, years of service. There's set times where you mark them, and they become ways of kind of acknowledging loyalty to your company, fidelity of service. Or with reunions, it's marking kind of how far you've come since that, that moment in your life and catching up with where everybody else is. But birthdays and anniversaries is different, right? You celebrate those every year. And when you celebrate them, if you're a little bit more introspective and reflective, those birthdays and anniversaries become this reflection on who am I compared to that gift, right? If you're celebrating a birthday in a certain amount of years, does my life reflect the amount of years that I've been blessed with? Or if you're celebrating a wedding anniversary, do the years that we have been married, are they reflected in the nature, the character of our marriage? And when we think about the anniversary of our baptism, which one does that fall into? Is it more like reunions and years of service, or is it more like birthdays and anniversaries? I won't leave you guessing. It's the first. Because all three of those by the very nature that they exist, have shaped our life. They give character to our life, right? Birthday, pretty obvious. You came into the world on that day. That was pretty significant in shaping your life. With an anniversary of a marriage, from the day that you were married, your life took on a whole new character, being bound to this other person in marriage. In baptism, the same thing is intended to be true. And when we reflect on those things in our life, part of what we're reflecting on is, does my character, does my current state reflect the objective reality that I've been married 30 years or that I've been alive for 50 years? And when those don't reflect or they don't correspond with each other, there's unrest in us. And we, we have terms that deal with those in particular stages of life. When a young adult feels that unrest, when their current state doesn't correspond to their life, we say that young adult is trying to find themselves. When it's later on in life and who you are doesn't seem to correspond to the life that you're living, it's a midlife crisis. Right? It's kind of a joke, but it's true at the same time. That when who we understand ourselves to be doesn't correspond with the reality around us, there's unrest. And ultimately for us as Christians, there's always going to be unrest because our reality as baptized Christians is to be united with God, which will only come ultimately in heaven. But what do we do when that doesn't line up? There's an old story about an eagle egg. The eagle egg was in its nest. One day a large wind came and pushed the egg out of the nest 
and made it roll down a hill. And at the bottom of the hill, it fell amongst a group of chickens. And that eagle egg hatched and the eagle was born and saw the chickens around him and so started living with and like the chickens, pecking at the ground for its food. And that's just what he lived. But one day another eagle flew over and saw this fully grown eagle pecking at the ground, not moving around, just kind of fluttering with the chickens and came down and said, what are you doing? I'm just living with the chickens living with my family. But you're an eagle. You're meant to soar. Baptized Christians, we are meant to soar. But the reality is, is that we don't come to that realization by ourselves. The eagle couldn't realize that he was supposed to be something different than the chickens he was with on his own. Because we're a mystery to ourselves. To think that there can ever be a point in our life where we can fully know and understand ourselves, I think, is a lie. We're always going to be beyond our own understanding. And what allows us to live through that is the way that the world around us and the people around us reflect back to us the truth of who we are. And as baptized Christians, where that starts is in our relationship with God. And that begins when we are baptized. When we are baptized, we are adopted as sons and daughters of God. That relationship then shapes our identity. That we become adopted children of God through baptism shapes who we are for the rest of our existence. And that's no small thing. That is only true for Christians. Those who are not baptized are not sons and daughters of God. They are created in the image and likeness of God because every human person is, but they are not children of God. That is a gift that comes through baptism in Jesus. And that relationship, if we really lived and acknowledged the truth that I am a son of God, I am a daughter of God, and we lived from that, that would change the way that we think and the way that we live. It would shape our character. Because when we remember the baptism of Jesus, Jesus didn't need to be baptized to become a son of the Father. He already was. By nature, he was the son of the Father. But he was baptized so that he could identify with us who needed to be adopted as sons and daughters of God. That by Jesus being baptized by John in the Jordan, he allowed us to come into that state, into that reality of being sons and daughters of God. But that's not the only piece of baptism. What the church teaches us is that through baptism, because each one of us receives the gift of God's Spirit, we also become members of the body of Christ, which means that the Christian community in which we live is also important in shaping our character and our identity as Christians. We need each other. We will not become the Christians that we're intended to be without each other. There is no such thing as living the Christian life in isolation. And it is impossible to live the Christian life fully if we never participate in the Christian community. 
If we come to Mass on Sunday and the rest of our lives are spent with those who do not strive to live the faith, we will never be the eagle. We'll be stuck with the chickens. Because who we are only comes to fruition by those around us, by the relationships around us. Right? Just think of those of you that are married. Who you have become has been shaped by who you're married to. That relationship has characterized who you are as a person. And what we're saying as Christians is that the most fundamental relationship of our existence is our relationship to the Father. That over and above every other relationship that shapes us, it's our adoption as sons and daughters of God that makes us that. So, whether you find yourself in a midlife crisis, whether you find yourself with a lot of broken relationships in your life, or if you're widowed and the relationship that has characterized your life isn't there anymore, come back to that fundamental relationship that makes you who you are, a Christian, a son or daughter of God. Reclaim that truth. Live from that truth in the midst of the Christian community. And we do that in a concrete way by remembering our baptism. So do you know the day that you were baptized? If you don't, find it. And mark it in some small way. If you mark a birthday, if you mark an anniversary, how much more important to mark the day that we were baptized, that we were adopted as a son or daughter of God, that we were given the gift of God's Spirit, that we were promised eternal life, that's a day worth remembering. Even if you just mark it by lighting a candle, reminding you of your baptism candle, and praying in Our Father in Thanksgiving, that's all it takes. Because when we remember that gift we remember that that shapes who we are today. It's not just a milestone that we're reflecting on. Right? It's not just when I just came into the church for the first time. It's marking a change in who I am and a change in my existence because it has changed who and how I am in relationship with God and with the whole Christian community. That I am a son, I am a daughter, and we are all members in that one body of